Okay, there we go. Well, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome to Coffee and Devotions. I'm so glad to be with you this morning. Nope, it's not this morning. It's this afternoon. Uh, surprise, surprise. I messed up. I was here at 5 a.m. or 5.15. I run a pretty tight ship in the morning, and when one thing goes wrong, I've got a big problem. Uh, I forgot my dongle. <laughs> so my... Uh, oop, Silence your cell phones, please. Uh, I forgot my dongle to my computer, and so I was not able to hook up to the camera this morning, and so it didn't happen this morning, but I wanted to get on here this afternoon. So uh, I'm not sure if you can have coffee this late in the afternoon. I certainly cannot, but we can still pray and to get into God's Word. Let's go ahead and pray. Father, we thank you so much that whether we come to your Word in the morning, in the afternoon, or in the evening, your Spirit is still able to attend to it, and that your word does not return void. So, Father, we pray now that as we read your word, that you would bless us. Please, Father, teach us, give us hope, even in some dark and disturbing stories. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so we are at Genesis chapter 19, Genesis chapter 19, beginning at verse 30. Genesis 19 has just been a horrible, I mean, we want to say a horrible chapter, right? Because of the the content of it is not fun to read. Uh, it's it's downright disturbing. Uh, and so as we read it, we really have to ask ourselves, is God really, like, why does God have this here? Right? And so let's go ahead and read, and then we'll work through this together. Then Lot went up out of Zor and dwelt in the mountains, and his two daughters were with him, for he was afraid to dwell in Zor. And he and his two daughters dwelt in a cave. Now the firstborn said to the younger, Our father is old, and there is no man on earth to come in to us, and to, as is the custom of all the earth. Come, let us make our father drink wine, and we, and we will lie with him, that we may preserve the lineage of our father. So they made their father drink wine that night, and the firstborn went in and lay with her father. And he did not know when she lay down or when she arose. It happened in the next day that the firstborn said to the younger, Indeed, I lay with my father last night. Let us make him drink wine tonight also. And you go and lie in and lie with him that we may preserve the lineage of our father. Then they made their father drink wine that night also. And the younger arose and lay with him. And he did not know that she lay down or she rose. Thus, both the daughters a lot were with child by their father. The firstborn is son and called his name Moab. He is the father of the Moabites to this day. And the younger, she also bore a son and called his name Ben-Amim. He is the father of the people of Ammon to this day. Well, we, uh, we come to a disturbing story and we need to ask ourselves, A, what's this about? B, what's the best verse to summarize this? And C, what are we called to do? Remember the whole story of... Sodom and Gomorrah in Genesis chapter 17 of Abram pleading, Abraham pleading with God that he would spare Sodom and Gomorrah if he would just find 50 righteous or 45 or 40 or 20 or 30 or 10. And there's only four that are spared. They run. Lot's wife looks back. She's turned into a pillar of salt. Now, it almost seems like 
Lot's got some type of PTSD or something because he doesn't want to stay in Zor. He doesn't want to stay in any city. So instead, he and his two daughters, they go up into a mountain and there uh, the despicable happens. There's incest that happens. The daughters get their father drunk. They give him wine. There's or Genesis chapter 18. We're not too far from Genesis chapter 8 and 9. You know, Noah's the most righteous man, and even he's getting drunk after the flood. And here we have Lot, and he's with his two daughters, and they're getting him drunk, and they're doing despicable acts. And we find that these two, these two girls get their father drunk night after night. You would think after the first night that Lot would learn, but we find that he's, even he's not the righteous one. So we're left, we're left with like this question, right? Well, who in the story is righteous? I mean, we're, we're only, we're, we're not even out of Genesis yet, and who is righteous? It's God. He's the only one who's righteous in this story. He's the only one who seems to be doing what is right. And even here, in the midst of this ugly story, and we, we, might, we ought not to, as Christians, whitewash this. We cannot sanitize this. We must be honest and open because the Bible gives us ugly stories, not to tell us that these are the things that should happen, but these are the things that did happen. And that we have a God who even in man's depravity and sin, some amazing things, despite our sin, he still does. You might say, how in the world? Uh, Brian, how are you going to find Jesus in this? How are you going to call us to something good in this? Well, I, I think it starts with that last paragraph. The firstborn bore a son and called his name Moab, he is the father of the Moabites to this day. In verse 37. I'm going to underline that in my Bible as the best verse because that's the only verse that gives me hope in the story and a disgusting, horrible story. Because if we turn over to the book of Ruth and we went to the book of Ruth to chapter 4, verse 16, then Naomi took the child and laid him on her bosom and became a nurse to him. Also, the neighborhood women gave him a name saying there is a son born to Naomi and they called his name Obed he is the father of Jesse the father of David (laughs) Ruth was a Moabitess Ruth is one of these Gentiles who by faith is brought into the family of God she marries Boaz they have Obed Obed has Jesse Jesse has David, and as Matthew is clear to point out to us, it is Jesus Christ who is the king that is the promised seed. (laughs) Do you see the story of the covenant of grace is still going? (laughs) Even in this ugly, disgusting story, God is working. People do stupid, sinful things, and we need to be able to say that is wrong and horrible. Incest is, is wrong. And yet, despite that, or in spite of that, the Lord still will not give up on his covenant. He made his promise. And somehow through this line of with Lot, he has this 
relationship with his daughter. She has a son named him Moab, and he becomes the Moabites. And finally, generations later, there would be a girl who would come from the Moabites, Ruth. And she would trust in Jehovah with all of her heart. And the Lord would use that story of redemption to bring about the Redeemer of his people. So what are we called to do? We live in a sinful world. You live in a world where disgusting, horrible things happen. We live in a world where where junk like this, people make messes out of their lives. And yet, the hope that we have is that God is still on his throne. That he is still calling the nations to himself. The only hope I have in this sinful world with all the chaos and disturbing stories that I hear on the news and the newspaper and that happened in my own family is that the story of redemption is still going. And that even though there is none righteous, no, not one, there is one in heaven who is righteous. And he sent his own son that while we were yet sinners... Christ died for us. That's how he demonstrates his love. He redeems us. Even though we're sinners. That's the only hope I have for a story like this. I don't want to whitewash it. I don't want to make it sound better than it is. And yet, somehow, through this mess, the Lord is still at work. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much that even in the and just the darkness and the sin of this world, that it's not just utter chaos. But Father, though people do evil things, you are bringing about your plan of redemption. Please, God, give us hope. Let us walk in the light, trusting in who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. May the Lord bless you. May you trust in his promises. May you cling fast to the hope that he gives us in Jesus Christ. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's message from God's Word for You, a ministry of Sharon RP Church in rural Southeast Iowa. We pray that the message would be used by God to transform your faith in your life this week. If you'd like to get more information about us, feel free to go to the website, SharonRPC.org. We'd love to invite you to worship with us. Our worship time is 10 a.m. every Sunday at 25204 160th Avenue, Morning Sun, Iowa, 52640. May God richly bless you this week.